Welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. And in this brief conversation, I would like to clarify a few things that have come up through the comments or the questions that people often post to my YouTube channel or to my website. And in most of the cases, these questions are about whether or not a novel is post-colonial, or sometimes people ask me, what kind of post-colonial theory can I apply to it, and how can I write about it? So I thought I should record a brief conversation about, first of all, the post-coloniality of any given novel or a short story, but also to explain as to why I cannot really give my opinion, especially in the comment section about one particular novel or one particular text, but maybe also give you some pointers about how to go about doing that, how to go about reading a text and how to go about applying post-colonial theory to a certain text. I am really wary of this concept of applying theory because my idea is that you understand the theory and then that theoretical understanding of concepts enables you to automatically read a text critically. But these are the two or three things that I would like to talk about in today's conversation. So first of all, about the post-coloniality of any given novel or a text. Now, if you have watched or listened to my brief conversation about postcolonialism itself, and if you read a little more about postcolonialism and postcoloniality, you can pretty much always tell that any text written or produced by an author living in one of the former colonies during the colonial phase or after the colonial phase in one way or the other would fall into post-colonialism or post-colonial studies. Now what complicates it a little more is writings by diasporic authors. Diasporic authors are people from former colonies now living in metropolitan centers. Most of the times we also see their work as part of the post-colonial canon or counter-canon. So if they meet any of these two requirements, you can pretty much usually consider that a novel that you're dealing with or a novel that you're reading is post-colonial in one sense or the other. But to really grasp that, you'll have to have a basic understanding of post-colonialism itself and the diversity of post-colonial theory and its range. So I highly recommend read one of the readers on post-colonialism, let's say Robert Young or Leela Gandhi's book or Ania Lumba's book, watch some of the lectures or listen to some of my lectures on post-colonialism itself. They are available on the YouTube channel, also on the podcast. And then develop a general sense of what do you think constitutes post-colonial literature. And that would enable you to automatically, in a way, pick up a book and know that some of the themes discussed in the books, the origin of the author, his or herself, or the issues that they de deal with qualify to be considered post-colonial. So just keep these brief tips in mind in order to understand whether or not a novel is post-colonial or not. And you don't need my opinion on that. You can decide it for yourself. 
Now coming to how to read a post-colonial novel critically and write about it. So I already have a lecture and I will post a link to it in the description on how to read a post-colonial novel. Because in order to read a post-colonial novel as informed by post-colonial theory, you can't just go and say, I will do a post-colonial reading of this novel. Because post-colonialism itself has different ways of looking at texts and writing about it. So you'll have to be specific. I would like to use Homi Baba's concept of hybridity to read Salman Rushdie's Midnight's Children. That's slightly more focused. But even a better focused one would be to pick up a concept or two and don't try to prove that those concepts exist in the novel. But rather, how do those concepts enable you to read a certain text in a more complex way and more carefully. And then you'll have to figure out which post-colonial theorists you want to use, whose theory do you want to apply. Or even if they are not post-colonial theorists, let's say you want to use theories of globalization, critiques of neoliberalism, and so you can pick up anyone's work and then apply it and use it to read a novel. For example, this semester I'm teaching Buchi Amishita's Joys of Motherhood, with it, which is the story of a female protagonist, no ego. A lot of people read it with simple tools that allow them to read her character as this individual character. I prefer to read her within the logic of neoliberal capital. Right? So for that, my sources are an understanding of neoliberalism, how does it create precarity, and how does that precarity impact Nuego's life. An immediate source for that is a chapter from my own mentor's book, World Class Woman, where she has a chapter on this particular novel where she explains that we cannot just read Nuego's character as an individual within capitalism, but rather as individual caught in the web of neoliberal capital where there is no safety net and then her struggles or her failure is not her own individual failure because she works hard throughout her life but those are fa systemic failures that sort of pre-decide for her how her life is going to turn out. So in that sense then when you ask the question, how do I do a post-colonial reading of a text or a novel and how do I write about it, you'll obviously have to choose which particular concept or a set of concepts from post-colonial studies would you like to use in order to read a novel. Now, the best way of handling that is, of course, an understanding of those concepts and in the body of your paper, you discuss those concepts because you want your reader to know what your understanding of those concepts is and then inform the reader why it is crucial to use these three concepts, hybridity, anything else, to read a particular novel or a short story. So overall, I mean, if we were to conclude this discussion, to decide post-coloniality of any novel, you will have to understand roughly what post-colonialism is and then see, is this a contact phase novel? Is it a novel that deals with issues under colonialism? Or is it a novel that deals with issues after colonialism? So you implot it within that timeline. And then look at the tropes and the politics and other 
events that are mobilized within the text. That will allow you to decide whether or not it's a post-colonial novel. You'll do the same with diasporic authors and their works. And then when you come to writing a critical paper or a term paper about a post-colonial novel, you have to decide which theorist you will use, Edward Said, Homi Baba, Gayatri Spivak, Fanon, but you can't just put a block quote from them. You have to pick up the concept from them that you are mobilizing. You have to explain it well and then use that to write about a novel and to explore a short story or something else. Now, obviously, I can't teach you how to write a paper. All of these lectures and conversations that we have, they already presuppose that you know the basic structure of a paper and you know how to write a term paper or a publishable paper. If you need more resources on that, I do have about three or four lectures that deal with how to come up with a topic and how to write a paper. But there is no way I can actually teach through video or through a podcast as to how to write a paper. That would be ultimately the responsibility of your teachers and you yourself. The best guide that I can give you or the best hint that I can give you is the best way of learning how to craft a scholarly paper is to actually go and read published papers in your own field on the topic that you're writing about because they don't just give you information they also if you read them carefully will give you an understanding of how these people whom you're reading and maybe citing in your paper how they structure a paper right and that's the best way to learn how to craft a paper so these are all some of my thoughts uh, prompted by certain questions that people had asked through the comment section and I thought I should take a few moments to answer those. I hope this is useful to you. If not, do let me know what else can I include in a separate conversation. I hope you're all doing well and I hope you are taking care of yourself and others during this pandemic. Please stay safe and as always, I will now see you next time. Until then, peace and love.